Welcome to the Your Life Rocks podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Yes, even for you. This show is designed to help working moms focus on the things that matter most in life and helping you balance all that life has for you with practical tips from one working mom to another. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I'm so glad that you're here to hang out with me today. Now, those of you who have listened before know that we like to keep things streamlined. And I love when you can leave the show with like three steps or five tips to create more balance in your life. That's where systems come into place that allow you to grow and experience more balance. I love those episodes because it's tangible, it's clean, it's actionable, and I love things that are actionable. But sometimes life is just not clean, is it? Sometimes life isn't an easy checklist or steps that we can apply and voila, there is balance in our lives. If only it was that easy. Now, you might have it for a moment, but then it's gone and you're right back in the mess that you started in. And the reason that this happens, because I've had this happen to myself and I've seen it happen to multiple different people. They'll take our weekly success planning course or join Life Balance membership and they have the best of intentions and they'll stick to the systems and they fall off the wagon. And honestly, it's because there's a heart issue. Usually the heart issue has to do with one of the first two pillars of balance and not always the third. Now, if you're new to the show, first off, let me say welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. Maybe you found the show through a friend that shared a screenshot on social media. Thank you to everyone who did that, by the way. It was very cool to see. Or maybe you found it just by searching through iTunes or whatever other place you are listening to podcasts. Either way, I am so grateful that God brought you here. So if that is you, let me bring you up to speed in what I'm talking about. When I talk about the three pillars of balance, they are number one, putting God first and foremost in your life. Number two is living in community. And number three is creating systems and habits that contribute to creating balance. Those are our three pillars to balance that we talk about here on this show and within our membership, okay? So those are it. Sounds so simple, right? So when I say that things, when you find that peace and the clarity... When you're following those systems, but then things kind of like fall apart, it usually has to do with a heart issue tied to either your relationship with God or your relationship with others, or sometimes, let's be real, our relationship with ourselves, right? I think we can kind of, if we're honest with ourselves, find ourselves in one of those three categories, right? Now, like I said in the intro, I'm a working mom just like you. I am right here with you in the thick of things right next to you walking this crazy, awesome life of being a working mom. Now, I have heart issues too. (laughs) I'm very transparent about that. We all do. No one is perfect. We all struggle in this area. And we're going to be talking about that today. And it's a heart issue that God recently revealed to me. And it's very personal. And you might be like, I don't care about your heart issues. I got my own issues. I don't need to hear about yours. But I'm hoping that there's something in my story, there's something in what I'm going to share with you today that might encourage you. Even if your heart issue is very, very different, there might be something here that you can take from all of this. Okay, that's my hope. That's my prayer. I just know that God prompted me to talk about this. There's someone out there that needs to hear this. I'm going to trust him on that. Now, you guys, this is really personal. I almost shared this right away when it happened. Like literally when it happened, but I felt the spirit prompting me to just hold up, just hold on to it, let it permeate. I felt like he wasn't done. Like when God revealed something to me, I want to share it with you and I want to help you. Every time he does that, I'm like, oh, 
I got to share it on the podcast or I got to share it in the Facebook group or I want to share it on Insta stories because I feel like that is the beautiful thing of being in community is we can all learn from each other, right? I mean, that's what Your Life Rocks, this podcast, our membership, it's what it's all about is passing it on. And I'm so glad that I waited and didn't just jump on Facebook Live or Insta Stories and talk about it because God had so much more to show me and I had so much more to learn, still have so much more to learn in this area. So let's talk about this. I'm going to share how God showed me the difference between submission and obedience. And this is a doozy. (laughs) It's a doozy. Even some of you now, you're like, oh, mercy, submission and obedience. Those are not necessarily two sexy words. Those are not words that get us excited and wanting to, I don't know, thrive. They're just not words that do that for me, at least. Now, I will tell you, though, I am a natural rule follower, and I love being obedient to God's word. If he says jump, I jump. I don't ask questions. I have learned to love the free fall as I follow him, knowing that he has me. I mean, I'm weird like that. Some might say that I just leap without looking, but that's just kind of my personality. And so when God asks us to do that, I'm all on board for it. Like, it's just what I do. And sometimes that can get a little bit pride, right? Can kind of come into that. But I truly do believe that there is freedom when you're obedient to God and his word and what he wants for your life. And when it comes to submission, I can submit to my husband. The Bible tells me to do that. We've been married for 18 years. We've been through a lot together. But I choose, I choose to submit to him. Now, if you're smart, you might already be seeing where I'm going with this. And no, this is not an episode about marriage. This is an episode really at its core about pride. It's about arrogance, about submitting to others because God tells me to, because it's what I'm called to do, because he is in charge and not me. Here's a newsflash. I am not in charge. Here's a news flash. You are not in charge. God is the one in charge. You know, one of my favorite verses from the Bible is Romans 12 2. Don't conform any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of the mind. That first part of that, don't conform any longer to the pattern of this world. You know, right now, a big pattern of our modern world is that we have this sense that we are in charge, that we can control our surroundings. I mean, we see this in the media and in our culture all around us that we hear this message that we choose who we are, we choose what we are, we choose what we do, where we go, who we're with, what we believe, and it goes on and it goes on and it goes on. And I could get into a lot of cultural references here, but I won't. Because that would be pointing the finger out at other people and other people that we see. And it's really easy to do that. But like I said, this is a heart issue, which means the finger needs to point right back at me. I am no better than anyone else that thinks that they can choose any detail about their life because I am guilty of choosing how I live my life. And at the end of the day, we need to be responsible. We need to be accountable for ourselves, especially if we want to grow. I mean, if you don't want to grow, (laughs) whether you, you don't want to grow in your relationship with God or your relationship as a person, your relationship as a wife, as a mom, as a employee, as a boss, whatever, if you don't want to grow, then put your head in the sand and don't even worry about it. But if you want to grow, girl, you got to be accountable for that, right? So let me tell you a story. 
Now, if you follow me on Instagram, and you totally should, by the way, it's your.life.rocks, then you might have already heard this story about a work trip that I had a couple weeks ago. Well, let me tell you the whole story because I didn't tell the whole story on social media because, well, I just didn't, but I'm going to tell you, okay? So this is the whole story. About a week before this work trip, I learned that I needed to fly to the head office. Now, I work remotely and I hate to travel. So I work corporately from home for a business that's based in LA. Not only that, but I have a lot going on outside of my day job, which by the way, is extremely busy right now. We are doing so much. I'm involved in so many different projects that it is nut town in my day job. But in addition to that, we're creating an app for your Life Rocks and Life Balance membership, which is going to be amazing. But that's like a crazy, huge thing to take on, let me tell you. And our family is opening a second business, which that's If you've ever opened a business, then you know. Like, it's not just like a small thing, right? Plus, the kids are wrapping up their school year. I mean, it's not a good time for me to be traveling. And did I say I hate traveling already? I'm really not a good traveler. Even though I've spent a majority of my career traveling, I'm not a good traveler. I don't like it. I don't prefer to it. I, I have huge anxiety on airplanes. It's not great. So when I found out, like, in a week's time, you need to be traveling. Usually I know a little bit more in advance and I could kind of prepare, but there was no time for that this time. So beyond not being happy with it, I didn't agree with it. I didn't agree with the reasoning. I didn't understand. And you know what? It just didn't make sense to me. And I didn't think that I really should need to go. When they told me I needed to go, I kind of was like, no, I don't want to. I pushed back. I argued. I tried to talk myself out of it. But at the end of the day, I am a rule follower. So I went. I went along with it, did the dry cleaning, dyed the hair, got ready for all of that corporate stuff, right? Well, actually, that's not entirely what happened because that's what I did, but that's not what was going on inside me. Because inside, I was grumbly in my heart about what was going on. And I will admit, I was grumbly with my mouth too. Even though I was getting ready to go, I told my husband, I don't want to go. I told our employees at our our existing business, did you have to go to LA? I don't want to go to LA. (laughs) I complained about it to my friends. I mean, I would complain about it to anyone who listened for a couple days because that's all I really had to do it. But I packed my bag the night before and I got up super early to catch my 6 a.m. flight to L.A., Yes, 6 a.m. flight. So y'all know, you have to be at the airport an hour early. So I'm leaving my house at like 4 a.m. to get to the airport to do this, right? On a trip I don't want to go on. But I drove myself to the airport, and as I was getting out of my car, I was talking to my friend on the phone about how much I didn't want to go. I'm sure she was probably like, I get it. (laughs) You can stop complaining now. I get it. But she listened because she's a good friend. Now, as I parked the car. I turned off the ignition. I threw my keys in my bag. I got out of the car and out of habit, I hit the lock button on the car door and closed it. You guessed it. My keys with my luggage and everything except for my cell phone were inside my car. Hallelujah. Praise God. I was complaining to my friend on the phone at the time because otherwise I wouldn't have had that either. You guys, let me tell you, you know that feeling when your stomach hits your toes Like all of the blood like leaves your body and you're just like, uh, yeah, that's what happened. But I have to be really honest, that feeling did not last long because I realized there was nothing 
I could do about it. Nothing I could do about it in time to catch the flight. So, you know, I guess I didn't have to go after all, right? Now, I'm not proud of it, but for a moment, I was a little giddy. I was like, sweet, man. Like, I feel really stupid for locking my keys in the car. I totally didn't do it on purpose. And I felt really embarrassed. But at the same time, I didn't have to go on a trip I didn't want to go on. So I called roadside services, said they would be there in like an hour or so. So I went inside to tell the lady at the counter that, you know, this is what happened. And I wasn't going to make the flight because they would be getting my luggage out of my car right about the time the flight would be taking off. So she said I could go on standby for the next flight that would be that night. It was already full, but there was a chance. There was a chance I could have a seat on that flight. Now, I live in a small town in Oregon. There's only two flights to L.A. a day, one early in the morning and one late at night, and that's it. Hey, guys, if you've been listening for a while, then you've probably heard me talk a lot about our Life Balance membership, and we have some changes coming up, and I wanted to let you know. In just a few short months, we will be launching our first ever Life Balance app, and it is going to be amazing. But I don't want you to wait until then to start creating more balance in your life. So there's two things you can do. Number one, you can go and you can download our free course called Weekly Success Planning. It is a course that will guide you through how you can set goals to create more balance in your life and then take those goals and make the very best, most awesome Sunday prep day ever to make sure that you are living intentionally throughout the week to reach those goals and to create more balance in your life. Now, if you're really serious about wanting to create more balance, I invite you to join Life Balance Membership. Did you know that you can have a free seven-day run through the membership? You can see the courses available, the worksheets, the resources from amazing experts who have been guests on this podcast as they are sharing extra bonus tips for you in all areas of life for real. And it's less than $10 a month. So you can go to lifebalancemembership.com to start your free seven-day trial, or you can go to weeklysuccessplanning.com and get that free course. Now, if you can't remember any of those, hopefully you can remember this. Go to yourliferocks.com and you can find everything you'll ever need, (laughs) I promise, in one place. All right, let's get back to the interview. But this trip, this business trip I was supposed to go on, it was only for two days. Two days. What's the point? So even if I could get on the flight that night, I wasn't going to make the dinner I was supposed to go to. So it just wouldn't even be worth it, right? Like, what's the point? So as I watched my flight take off, I finally was able to reach my boss and I told her what happened. And then that's when like my joy started to go away. Because you know what? I was really embarrassed to do something so stupid as lock my keys in my car. I mean, it's kind of a stupid mistake. But really, she still wanted me to try to make the flight that night. And so that embarrassment quickly was replaced with anger. But there wasn't much I could do about it at the time. So I went home. There was no point in trying to like sit at the airport all day. And, you know, there was nothing. So it's not an exaggeration to tell you that this ruined my day. Because I began to feel guilty, not just about locking my keys in my car, but like I felt guilty about having joy about it. I felt guilty about not wanting to go, about not wanting to contribute in the way that I could if I had wanted to go or had been there. And I started to feel really, really angry about the whole trip. I felt angry about the way it was making me feel. I felt angry about a lot of things, just a lot of things that were in there. And the whole time I was holding on to that idea that I knew better. I knew better than my boss or anyone else. 
I knew that the smart decision was to stay home, to save the company money and to attend the meeting virtually. I mean, that was the smartest thing to do. It would like alleviate all of the stress of having to go back to the airport and sit there for hours and be on standby. And maybe I would get on the plane. Maybe I wouldn't go on the plane. Like it just felt like such a waste of time. And like I said, it's a crazy busy time right now. So it just like logically made no sense to me whatsoever. But it wasn't my call to make. So back to the airport I went and I waited on standby. You guys, I even told the agent as I was checking in that if there were other people who were on standby, she should probably choose them first. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go on the trip. So I would not have my feelings hurt if I didn't get a seat on the airplane. But here's what happened. God showed up. Isn't it funny when God shows up? As I was going through security... God touched my heart and showed me the truth of what all of this craziness of the day was and what was really going on. I was not in control over this outcome. Being obedient to the circumstances was not enough because I was being obedient to the circumstances. I was going through the motions. I was doing as I was told, but it was causing resentment in my heart. And ladies, resentment It's good soil for sin to grow. If there is something going on in your life right now that is causing resentment, you got to deal with that. You've got to deal with whatever that heart issue is that's causing resentment to build inside of you because resentment, oh, that is the devil's playground. He can mold that into so many different things that are going to lead to your destruction it's sin playground. So you got to deal with that. And I realized, oh my gosh, that's why my day was ruined. That was this yucky feeling I was feeling inside of me. It wasn't anger at the situation or anything else. It was resentment that was building up inside of me. And God was telling me that I needed to let go of my pride and I needed to let go of my arrogance and I needed to submit to authority. That's not fun. (laughs) Submitting to authority in that way is not fun. When you are being slapped in the face and told you are being prideful, that you are being arrogant. And for me, it was like the arrogant word. That word is not a word I would normally identify with. I do not view myself as an arrogant person. Yet in this situation, I had arrogance in my heart. It was written right across my heart. You know what? Maybe I didn't know better. Maybe I didn't have it all figured out. Maybe I was right and maybe God had other plans and was orchestrating something that I could not even fathom or predict. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who was right or who was wrong. It didn't matter. Maybe if I let go of the tight grip I had on the outcome of things in my life, not just this trip, not just the job, but anything else, I would see more joy. Maybe I could even be used by him to be the light in the dark places that I didn't want to go to. I didn't want to go on this trip, but maybe there was a purpose that God wanted to use me. If I lived in this place of arrogance and if I had this resentful heart, how in the world could he possibly use me? Now, I have been placed under authority, not to challenge it, but to submit. You see, I didn't see it as being obedient to God. This whole situation, like when I think about being obedient to God, I think about his will and what the Bible says and, you know, biblical things, not job things, not this conflict I was having in my job. 
But when I realized that if I truly believe that God can make all things good, if I truly, truly believe that I can be the light, that I can make a difference for the kingdom, I need to submit to all authority placed over me unless it's in conflict with God. And as much as I hate to admit it, a flight to LA for 24 hours might sound dumb, but it's not against God's will. (laughs) And if I want God to work in my life, I can't fight the situation he puts me in. I need to accept it and look for the opportunities that he presents around me and follow his lead, not my lead. I need to put my trust fully in him in all situations, not just with my steps, because I was being obedient in my steps, but I was not submitting my heart. Okay, so now this is one of those moments at the airport when all things suddenly look brighter. I don't know if you've ever had that where you've had like an aha moment with God and all of a sudden things look clearer and brighter and I'm walking through the airport and I can't stop smiling because of this revelation going through the security line and this encounter I had with God. And that's when I wanted to like, okay, I need to get on Facebook Live or something and like let everyone know about this whole thing, but I'm glad I didn't. Because you know what? I'm thick-headed. <laughs> and so as much as I was like, oh, God, I need to let go of this. If it was just that easy to just say, thank you, God, thank you, Lord, and let it go, and then I would be healed from that. But sometimes our heart can go pretty deep, and we can hold on to things with these little threads and these little strands, right? It's not just one grip. Plus, I'm a little thick-headed. So I ended up getting a seat on the plane. I flew to LA only to fly home 24 hours later, just so you know the end of the story. But just days later, I found myself in the same battle. It was different, but it was kind of the same. You see, my friend and I were doing this health program together, and you're not supposed to weigh yourself during the program. Well, we've been weighing ourselves because, you know, we know better than this professional that we've shelled out money to who has gone through years of training and has helped so many other people be successful. We know better about health than she does, obviously, because we are in the situation we're in where we need to pay someone to help us get our weight under control, to help us lose weight, to help us get healthier, right? So you can kind of see this doesn't necessarily make sense. Yet in our actions, we would never say it with our mouth, but with our actions, we were showing, we were saying, we were doing that we knew better. We were being a little prideful and had some arrogance with this. Yes, we were rebelling. And while we were talking, we both shared about the emotional roller coaster we were experiencing with the scale and it hit us. This is probably why she says not to weigh yourself. Hmm, if we had just submitted to the authority of the program, then maybe we wouldn't be in the situation where we're in this emotional roller coaster. Maybe we'd be in a position where we felt good, where we had peace about everything. So all of a sudden, I'm realizing this is not just like a situation with my job. This is a pattern within me, within me. I have to submit. I have to let go of my pride. I have to trust God and I have to trust others. I had to get honest with this heart issue that holds me back from happiness, that holds me back from peace, and holds me back from my goals. You know, in my Facebook community for Your Life Rocks, and really even in my real life community, I hear women share all the time that they struggle with things and they don't know why. Maybe they struggle with sticking to something that they've committed to, or they struggle to forgive or to love or to be loved. It always seems to come down to a heart issue, and the only way to push past it is to go through it. You have to realize you are in it and deal with it head 
on. And it's not easy, but like Romans 12, 2 says, we can be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And that renewing comes from seeking God and listening when he is correcting us, when he's confronting us. Whenever a heart issue you might be dealing with, I just pray that God meets you right where you're at. I pray that you feel the pain of seeing it clearly because, girlfriend, it is painful. Let me tell you, when I saw how arrogant I was being, it did not feel good. It hurt a little bit. But I hope you don't suffer from it. And, you know, that's a line from one of my younger son's favorite songs. We were singing it on the way home from soccer today. The song is called I Lived by One Republic. I think that's the name of the band. I don't know. I might be saying that totally wrong, but I hope you know what song I'm talking about. The music video highlights a boy with cystic fibrosis in it. And since my younger son has cystic fibrosis too, he totally gravitates to the song. We listen to it all the time. And the message of the song is pretty great. And everything that I want for my son. So when he like just is belting it out, I'm belting it out right along with him because I want it so bad for him. And truth be told, it's everything I want for myself. I want to learn, I want to grow, and I want to experience new depths of God's love. And sometimes it involves going through the pain of having to confront these heart issues. But with God by my side, I don't have to suffer through the pain. I can learn through the pain. And in full transparency, I am still in the thick of this issue. I have not moved past it. But I think God put me in my current job to help me feel it so I can heal from it. Because... Guys, jobs, <laughs> our careers, they can be hard and they don't always make sense, but it's such a great breeding ground for us to practice submission and obedience. And next week, we actually have a career coach coming on to talk to us on how we can find more fulfillment in our careers. And she's going to share three steps for you to implement. So we're getting right back into the steps, okay? So you can not only find that joy, but you can serve others in the name of the kingdom right where you are. Now, there have been some questions in our Facebook group about changing careers and things like that. So I did ask her a lot about that, and she's sharing some really great tips on if you do need to find yourself making that career change, how you can better align yourself with who God created you to be. She's going to give you some tips to kind of walk you through that process of doing that change because change can be hard. All right, so I hope that you hit subscribe so you don't miss it. And if you are listening to this show, take a screenshot and share this podcast on social media. Share it to your Instagram stories, your Instagram account, Facebook, whatever you are on. Really, I know everyone's kind of on everything anymore, but you might have a favorite. So wherever your favorite is, share it. And if I can pray for you, let me know. And I hope that you pray for me as well as I walk this out because it is a walk. <laughs> it is a walk, but God is good. So there you go. So I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. And until next week, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.